Hello, people. It is Sunday, March 29th, 2020. And if you guys haven't really been paying attention out there or what's been going on, we got this pandemic called the coronavirus going on. As of now, we have 138,947 people in the United States alone that have been infected. Infected. 98 alone in North Dakota. Scary times we're living in right now. So. Like I said, this is a little different from what we usually do because normally we're all happy and comedy and fun and games. This time we're not. This is playing off of a friend of mine who runs a nasty nation, Mr. Chuck Nasty himself out of Kentucky. We're gonna have a little conversation He has a little segment called Somewhat Sober Sundays. Which are amazing. What I'm doing though is calling it a somewhat somber Sunday. Don't have the crew here. Happy hour news team. I don't have anything really. It's just me. We're all social distancing. Mr. Chuck Nasty, how you doing, bud? What's up, brother? How you doing today? Ah, fuck, dude. It's it's been crazy around here. How about you? Uh, hanging in there, about the same. Pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you guys on on lockdown yet, or what's the word in Kentucky? Well, we're not on a, a full lockdown just yet. Um, a lot of the businesses, uh, food places, and whatnot are closed uh my girlfriend's job she works at a restaurant they're closed down for the most part yeah um and uh just it's just weird because it uh, is <laughs> it, it, it's just like I, I i really wasn't expecting this to happen yeah you know i mean like i don't know nobody was but you first heard about the coronavirus thing well you're yeah. like oh you know you're like hey, it happened it, it's happened somewhere else that's what we exactly. always think, right? Well, just like our our little orange president said, "Oh, it's only one. It's only one case coming from China." Then all of a sudden, kabam! Fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's that's nuts. that's how unprepared we were, and that's that's kind of sad. That's kind of you know frightening to think about. It's a complete eye, a complete eye opener. Well, I hope um, 
this is a total <laughs> i hope this is i mean i hope it's a total turnaround for you know us to i don't know i mean be a little bit more prepared of what the shit hits the fan then what are you going to do i mean yeah. Now those toilet paper people aren't really so crazy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I see I, that that was one thing that I didn't understand because, uh, you know, there, I hadn't been out to the store and people were talking about how everyone's buying up all the toilet paper and all the paper towels and all that shit. Yeah, and I didn't. I, I didn't get that either. I was just. I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like, yeah, well, I mean, it's like everybody, like, ignored, like, the canned food for, like, the longest time. Exactly. You know, and all that shit. And then now you go to Kroger, and, like, uh, I, I haven't been there for a couple of days, but uh, all the cans were gone. Like, there wasn't any can, any, even the shit that's been sitting there forever that no one ever eats. Oh, gone. yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's frightening. I mean, I, I told the wife, I mean, like I said, we were going to do the show last week. But it turns out that our house is getting tore down, so we got to get, you know, got to start getting shit out of here. And if yeah. it sounds kind of weird right now, because my studio, everything is off the walls. Everything is oh, gone. Gosh. So now it's really fucking echoey and eerie. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was fucking. So I was, I, like I said, I got a little thing going on called uh, Campfire Stories, I think. Because I didn't plan on recording shit when this whole house was going down. And then this fucking virus took over. And now I can't get my fucking buddies over here to fucking record anymore. So I'm like, maybe we could tell some fucking stories like we're sitting around the campfire. Like maybe, I don't know, I I asked you for one and you said, well, not offhand. So maybe we could just make some bullshit up about, okay, this virus what well, if I mean, this I, is actually the like you're you had a somewhat sober sunday yeah uh, couple like like last week and I, I dug that one because you were like it was like three in the morning um, yeah and just shit's getting real i mean you mm-hmm. have at that hour of the morning you have time to think about shit yeah uh, yeah that was a that was a very serious episode <laughs> I was I was very intoxicated too. <laughs> I was the only one awake, and uh, and I I took it upon myself to go ahead and and do that. But that kicked yeah. ass though. I like that. That was like wow shit. And that gave me the idea since it. since uh, I can't do my regular show now. It's like well mm-hmm. I'm gonna wonder if he would mind if I called one a somewhat somber Sunday because it's. It's so fucking beautiful outside, and there ain't mm-hmm. a soul around. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, fucking nuts. Uh, of course, yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah, that doesn't bother me. Like, I, I'm, I'm flattered that you you took a, a influence from from that. So, yeah, definitely. yeah, dude, it's you got a good show going on, man. I don't know how many Thanks. listeners you've uh, racked up so far, but it's hey, I listen to everyone. They're pretty fucking cool. I appreciate it. Yeah, actually, uh, talking about the the somewhat sober Sundays. Um, it's not really going to be a thing. Um, I'll just do my regular show and then occasionally it will be kind of similar. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I, I've been doing this thing called graveyard talk with a buddy of mine. That's and, badass too. Uh, yeah. I appreciate it. And so we've been, we've been working on doing that and, uh, which the new episode of that is to, it comes out tonight. Actually, you probably find it now, honestly. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but, uh, I think that's going to be the, the Sunday spot for for that from that's, now on, honestly. Hey, hell yeah that works i yeah, mean yeah. I, I mean i dig the movies you guys all talk about i'm like well shit man that's that's pretty fucking awesome the last the rob zombie one that one kicked ass 
Yeah, no, that was that was a fun one, but unfortunately, we we should we should have cut it down to two parts because we were towards the end of it, we were we were having to be rushed. Yeah, because he had somewhere to go, and I was like, I was feeling pretty good, and I was like wanting to keep on talking, and and I just kind of went with it, and we just kind of ended up wrapping it up quicker than we expected, but it still ended up good. Well, that, you uh, know, the the good shows do seem to go fast, and it, when you're on a freaking rhythm, I mean, you just right, want to yeah. keep talking. I mean, like our mm-hmm. last. Uh, show that we put out dope panic i mean we fucking sat up and talked for maybe two three more hours that you know it didn't make the show but i got yeah. stories like i said for uh the campfire stories because i'm hoping you know i can all this shit clears up within a few months so we can get back to doing this shit or yeah otherwise it ain't gonna happen yeah yeah no you were actually because you were talking about that and uh yeah and you because you mentioned i'm getting i'm uh, we, we kind of went off on a tangent, but I'm guessing you were going to mention my little theory about the possibility of what what could actually be going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. the The idea is that what if okay, coronavirus started with China or someplace, and everybody was freaking out about that. What if it's just they're just using that as a ploy because something else is here? Yeah, and they're not. They're already seeing how how we're acting with things as it is, and they're not wanting to tell us. And that's why it's like, okay, stay away from each other. This is the only time in history where everyone's like, okay, we need to help each other by staying the fuck away from each other. Yep. You know, and it's 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 kind of like we're you know, that's that's one thought. It's scary. <laughs> like we're all in an experiment. I wonder what would happen if we introduced something that would scare the living shit out of them. Right. And I wonder how far they would go to listen. Well, and obey. Know, yeah. And you know, what's actually kind of crazy is I was talking with a, a guy the other day, which I might've mentioned this on my show too, but, um, the other day I was, at, I was at a store that I frequent here in town and, uh, the owner was there and we were talking about all this shit. And, uh, he said something that I actually kind of understand. Uh, and I get where he's coming from. Um, he said, I'm hoping all this kind of puts morale back you know, it's standing, you yeah. know, maybe this will, will bring everyone together in the end. You know, we've, we've, we've spent so much time on our phones, uh, eating in front of the TV, um, not really paying attention to our kids. Yep. Um, you know, and maybe just, maybe this will somehow turn things around and make us all really appreciate what we got. You know, uh, it's, it makes perfect sense. That, to me. that would be, that would be the, total plus side of this whole ordeal yeah mm-hmm. now if you want to look at the other side of the coin like me and a buddy were talking we were on the phone last night and i said shit man we should you know do the show now and just have people call in i was like yeah. what if you know this kills off fucking 80 percent of our population mm-hmm. and that's how you know it's kind of like unplugging your fucking router you know yeah and plugging Start it back over. in starting fucking over mm-hmm like a lot of a lot of my friends were saying, you know, like our government is so fucked. It's so, you know, our the foundation of our government. And you know what? I can relate because the foundation of my house is fucked. And what do you do in a situation like that? You fucking tear down and you rebuild. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, it's nothing's ever going to get fixed. Right, true. So, you know, what if that happens? What if, you know, 20%, you know, we're left with 20% of our population has to, re, you know, repopulate and has to. I mean, that's, 
that's that's something. I mean, yeah, uh, it's it's a really fucked up, scary thought to have. But I mean, we're at a point right now where we have to prepare ourselves uh, mentally, um, yeah, as well as well as physically and whatever. Um, as I sit here drinking a Coke and <laughs> chain smoking, smoking. Well, shit, man, you got to have your vices, <laughs> right? You know, and it's kind of you know, I was actually planning on quitting smoking. Uh, like right before all this shit started and i was like yeah this is a bad time whatever <laughs> well yeah now that smokers are susceptible but you know what do smokers do when they're stressed oh fuck you smoke right. you know yeah. and what what kind of a time are we having right now this is a stressful fucking time so oh, completely it's yeah. you know my wife even understands i got back on the fucking uh vape pen <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. she, she's like, you know, I'm like, well, hey, I'm freaking stressed. You know, our house is getting tore down. The fucking world's going to shit. And we're going to be living in a camper for the fucking rest of the summer. So yeah. it's going to be fucking tough. Damn, man. Uh, brother, I feel for you. <laughs> I mean, uh, damn. like you said, uh, your your girlfriend is out of work. My my wife's a massage therapist. She, she can't get near people. Yeah, no, that's a horrible situation. I mean, and I'm yeah. a... What I do is I, I'm a welder. I We work in a very small shop, so I'm not really exposed to people in that sense. But I'm also right. a first responder with our ambulance. So okay. if I happen to get called out, like right now I'm on call, and I get exposed to somebody, I can't even come home to the wife and kid. Yeah. So, you know, this is a fucking, you know, fuck. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, it's it's we're really having to... <laughs> reevaluate things you know oh, i mean yeah exactly you know it, you know I, I i have a shitty immune system i've got crohn's disease and and uh i had mono uh hit me when i was younger and i had a couple of flare-ups so my, my immune system blows and you know I, I i'm the one that does all the errands you know I, I run all the time like i'm going to the store i'm you know picking my girlfriend up from work i'm picking the kids up i'm doing this i'm doing that so i'm always out in it and it's, you know, that was just, I'm trying to go out my, my normal day, you know. Well, you, but, you, you almost have to, otherwise you're going to drive yourself fucking nuts, you know, yeah, wrapping yourself but, in bubble wrap. Right, yeah. And and it's like now, like I go to Kroger and, you know, you, you hear somebody cough. And, <laughs> yep, and you look over and, your shoulder like, what the fuck? You and everybody else in the store does. Yep. And, and me being the, the smoker that I am, uh, we went to the store yesterday and... Um, I had to go do a money order thing and I coughed and I swear there was everybody that was in the self checkout line just looked at me and it was just like, <laughs> I'm going to get like, what are they going to kill me? Like what the fuck? Fucking, I mean, it's getting, it's like a Stephen King well, the, kind of story. The, you know? Yeah. The stigma of it actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, of even just having a smoker's cough, like my buddy Shuby, he, you know, he's a smoker and he was, he was coughing, you know, and everybody was looking at him like, what, you know, I'm like, dude, he's like, dude, smoker's cough. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. And in our last recording, I kind of had a harsh voice, but I think that was because of the fucking vape stick. I didn't, you know, do something right or something. I still right. feel kind of weird, but, you know, I, nah. yeah, it's, yeah. You, you really reevaluate your life after something like this. It's like, what do you do? Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean. You know, I. It's like it, this. This is a, a weird time to where it's like, you know, we never like you know, like I said a minute ago, uh, we never really kind of expected to ever have anything like this go on, you know. Yeah. Uh, Not in and, our lifetime. I mean, no. 
I knew at some point in time, well, something was going to happen. If but, we, if I guess you know, they had that Bill Gates video going around for a while about he knew about not this particular virus, but a virus is going to be. Yeah. You know, he knew about it back in 2015, but everybody fucking, you know, ah, you're crazy, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Oh, how crazy was he? And then now it's, you know, I don't know how you feel about our, I love our country, but I can't trust our government type of thing. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. It's, they're they're hiding a lot more than we're we're being told, which Mm -hmm. probably is for the best because there's a lot of fucking stupid people out there that will buy up the toilet paper if you say the wrong fucking word, you know? Oh, exactly, yeah. So I can understand that to a point, but also don't keep us totally in the dark. You know? Right. See, my whole thing is, is like a buddy and I uh, were talking and uh, he's a old school militia kind of guy. Uh, that's 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 where he comes from. And we uh, we were talking about. Um, <laughs> shit, lost train of thought. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> what, we were ta- what were we talking about? It will pop right back. Uh, your old school militia buddy. Yeah, we were talking um about everything going on and uh he was he was talking about how everybody's bitching about trump and all that stuff now keep in mind i'm not i'm not a political person i'm i'm not a fan of trump uh i'm trying to <laughs> trying trying to be as cool as i can about the whole situation oh well, yeah because it's too but, late now to be pissed right yeah but you know the thing is is everybody was like well he he knew something and he didn't tell us the truth and blah blah, blah. and so well i get that but he also okay the example he used that my buddy used. He said, you know, it's like when when you're a little kid and you go up to your grandfather or your father and you're like, hey, dad, is everything going to be okay? Well, they look at you and they say, yeah, everything's going to be okay, son. Even though in the back of their mind, they're questioning it too. They don't want you to freak out. To they freak don't want out. you to have yep. problems. And in a weird way, I think that's what Trump was doing. Well, yeah, exactly. Was, I mean, because he knew how everybody was going to act and going along with the toilet paper and the paper towel, like and all that shit. Um, it kind of proved, I mean, that's, that's what he didn't want to happen. Everybody going crazy. And, And, you know, even without him saying anything, that's exactly what happened. But, you know, yeah, yeah, I understand it could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is what's coming out now is, uh, we're at 139, almost 140,000 infections. Yeah. That's 80,000 more almost, or 70,000 more than China had. And China's like three times as big as us, their population. So, you know, that's some scary statistics right there because the fucking, the World Health Organization estimates if the us Americans keep doing like we're doing, uh, we will be the epicenter of this fucking Mm -hmm. disaster. I mean, we're already, I mean, yeah, like you said, we're already like, (laughs) we're already in the running lead, you know? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, people are just, they're, everybody has their all their theories about stuff and i get that um but the people are still being really stupid i mean like they're telling us hey don't be gathering you know having parties there was a situation um I, i'm pretty sure it was here in kentucky um where like it's like 20 or 30 like 20 year olds had a coronavirus party oh my god yeah like those, and yeah yeah, and guess what? Uh, half of them end up getting coronavirus. Well, that you know, uh, you play <laughs> stupid games and you win stupid prizes. 
there yeah exactly i mean that's just like those fucking idiots down in florida spring break you know they're fucking spring breaking it not giving a shit and it turns Mm -hmm. out how many are infected now and who who did they infect you know yeah i mean and there's there's people that are i mean that people need to realize that there's a lot of places where it's a full lockdown no one can leave their house yep you know it's just essential jobs and you know and things of that nature um people have you know curfews yeah um, my son is uh in el paso right now he flew Mm -hmm. down there like the fucking idiot but you know what at 20 years old i was a fucking idiot too uh oh yeah but uh he said yeah we're on full curfew if you're out past uh dark you get a thousand dollar fine or you get put in jail damn man yeah yeah. See, people people aren't taking this seriously. I think it's pretty fucking serious to take. I it mean, is. It is. You know, do we really need? Do we need people? Do we need to walk at our door or open our door or look at our window and see like fucking full bodied SWAT teams and you know and shit at the end of our streets? Do we no. need that to no. be proven something? No. No. None of us want that. Fuck. I don't want that. No. I. I. I wouldn't be. I mean, there's so many things that would. Like this whole thing's fucked us up as it is, okay? Like, me and my guitar player decided today that until all this stuff's over with, we're not going to have band practice. It's too risky. It is. The same with the podcast. I mean, I, like I said, I can't get anybody yeah. over here. It's like, you know what? We'll just we'll, we'll settle down. We'll, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully this will blow over soon, but I have a feeling this is just the fucking beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, because, I, I mean, if you look at statistics, we're shooting up like a fucking rocket. I mean, yeah. we're climbing higher and faster than any other country. So, yeah, you just, man, you just got to fucking roll the dice, I guess, and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've got a, I've got a seven-year-old and a thirteen-year-old who's getting ready to be fourteen, actually, in May. And, um, you know, I, I, it's it's one thing, you know, because at first the whole thing was like, well, if you know. Young kids aren't really a problem, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's, that's changed. It has. Now, now they've come out and said everybody is acceptable. Mm-hmm. No one's safe. Everyone is a potential uh, victim. Well, everybody's, we got to treat everybody like they're a potential carrier. Yeah. And they're infected already. God, it sounds like a fucking horror movie. Are they infected already? It, or? It, it, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm waiting. You know, it's like the other night, me and my girlfriend, we were going to watch uh, 28 Days Later and stuff, and uh, we didn't get around to it. But it's like, I, I hate to think that, like, what's the next phase? You know what oh, I mean? Dude. It's like, you know, phase one is, every, you know, people get infected. Phase two could be, you know, uh, they, they're not, you know. The ones that the are. Body, the bodies that aren't, aren't destroyed are going to come back. That, they're going to yep. mutate, you know. Well, as a horror like, fan, that's that's the first place our fucking minds go. It's exactly. like you're scared, yeah. but in a way you're kind of excited to like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've watched this. I know what's going to happen. You know, yeah. all I got to do uh, is this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, though, is like I, I'm also being being a horror fan um, all around, um, but I'm also a very paranoid person. Oh, yeah. And, and so it's like, and I think honestly it has a lot to do with that. <laughs> because i mean I've, I've always written like I, I write horror stories and stuff like that and my brain goes like you said to that one place you know the the apocalypse the yeah you know well, the end of it all all that shit like those movies they fucking intrigue me in the books oh shit like uh yeah the stand oh yeah see it, even uh, though this is you know nothing close to 
that we know of to what the stand is, but I'm always kind of giddy to be like, God, this, this could fucking wipe out a lot of fucking people. Holy shit. Yeah. We, uh, I mean, that's, and we got to go meet mo- motherfucking Abigail down in Kansas somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I'd like to, I wish I could, I could get a hold of Stephen King and I, ask him about all this and, and ask him if he believes that he was the one that created all this shit. <laughs> in a fucking a time warp or some shit. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen the movie, uh, in the mouth of madness, John Carpenter? No, I haven't. Uh, it's uh, about an author. He, he's, a uh, like an HP Lovecraft kind of guy. Okay. And there's some insurance people or something. If, if, I, if I remember correctly, um, which is Sam Neill, who was in Jurassic park and stuff. Uh, he's this guy has to go uh, interview um, and find out some more things about this, this writer. And he ends up in this town that is completely just nuts. And he come to find out everything that this writer was writing was coming to, it was coming. It was real. Oh Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. could definitely get into something like that. Holy shit. Oh, it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite movies from John Carpenter. It's very underrated. It's oh, good stuff. Nice. But but you know, it's just like yeah, you you know, you're talking about the stand, and then there's also like Langoliers and all that Langoliers, shit. Langoliers, like, yep. You know, it's like how uh you know, how responsible is Stephen King for all this shit? <laughs> <laughs> like it, 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 you know, it's like uh, a mind like that, you never know, man. And of course I'm all you know, it's all all joking, you know, but well, yeah. I mean you gotta, you gotta speculate somewhere. But again, this is where our heads go. Exactly. You know I mean? Because, you know, that's that's the part of the brain that fucking gets excited is like, holy shit, you know. Like yeah. I, I got it not not into a fucking online argument, but this, you know, since North Dakota our numbers were so low, but now they're fucking shooting up. I said, We need yeah. to shut shit down now. She goes, What do you what are we gonna shut down? Electricity, your cell phone, water? I'm like, you know what? If that's what it fucking takes why don't why why can't the world just push pause real quick all right everything is suspended everything no bills are due no nothing you know what but you're not going to have electricity so you got to find a way to you know plug your shit in you're not going to have water so you're i mean the people who know how to do this shit are going to have no problem you know of course some people are going to die you know but the thing is the fucking virus will die too and we won't have to fucking worry about spreading it but no, no, no. Our our governor <laughs> has his head so far up the president's ass that it ain't gonna happen. Well, we got lucky with our governor. Uh, he's actually doing a lot of good things to try and tell everybody. But uh, but at the same point, I mean, there's always so much people can do. Well, yeah, um, you got to be responsible for your own actions. It, right, and a lot of people are, you know, it's like I was talking about my, my son's school the other day. They've been they've been calling people and making sure everybody has everything they need and all that kind of stuff. And uh, talking about school packets and all that, you know, homework for yeah. however long this lasts. And one of the teachers, she, she seemed so hopeful <laughs> that all this would just go away in like a month and that it's, it's almost done or whatever. And I'm just like, is she, does she actually believe this or is she just trying to be calming? <laughs> well, that's, yeah, I think there, there's a lot of people in denial that, can't believe yeah. it's just it's just like those people who don't believe in ufos or the afterlife or supernatural yeah they're so and so in denial until something happens right. and then they're like well no you know oh yeah then then i, I just like to be smug and be like yeah i told you I told yeah you. i mean i i 
you know, I, I've always believed in the supernatural and stuff like that. And I was always on the fence when it comes to like aliens and Bigfoot and all that. And then a couple of years ago, um, cause I've, I've seen some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Kentucky, I, man, you guys are like, have like the supernatural capital of fucking, I heard some got, podcasts about Kentucky. Yeah. We've got some, we got some places that, that, that are definitely uh, infamous. Waverly Hills being one of them. Waverly Hills. Yeah. Sanitarium. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. <laughs> I'd like to go there. That'd be fun. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place. Uh, it's 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 uh, definitely got its history. <laughs> that's that's for damn sure. But you know, it's like a couple of years ago, I got to the point where how can I how can I say that that certain things don't exist? You know well, exactly. You know, I'm not I'm not a religious guy. Um, I don't. I guess I guess I'm more agnostic these days than anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's kind of like, okay, well, I kind of believe that there's something up and down, you know, I don't really know if it's exactly what everybody thinks it is, but there's definitely something there's gotta be. Yeah. You know, I can't say there's not, I don't know for a fact. And of course, you know, growing up, I was the kind of kid that didn't believe in anything and all that. And I knew for a fact that I always try to give my facts. It's like, I have no facts. I don't know the fuck. (laughs) I'm a kid. I know everything. I don't need to prove anything. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid when I think about it, you know? Yeah. And, but I believe, I mean, we've got, there's a, here in, uh, in Montgomery County, um, there's a story, his name, uh, it's Bear, Bearzilla, Bearilla, Bearilla, that's what it is. Um, you can actually find, there's a, there's a show, um, that there's an episode that you can find on YouTube, um, about this Bearilla character. And it's kind of creepy because I, I saw something, what this thing is, is basically like a huge wolf-like bear. And there are some people that were completely like, there's a lot of, there's people who've seen this thing have had their house terrorized by like out in the country and stuff. And I was, uh, I was driving uh, back from uh, dropping my kids off one day and I look out in the field. Um, it was about six, seven o'clock. And I, I saw something huge. I saw it for a split second cause I was trying to pay attention to the road, but in the corner of my eye, I looked open for a split second and there was this big, huge, thing and at first thought it was that's a huge ass fucking dog and and then it wasn't there so i don't know but i I, it's like stuff like that it's like okay i I can't say it doesn't exist i believe in bigfoot you know like yeah i mean even like shuby he believes in that stuff and sean or yeah gives him a lot of shit about i'm like dude you you know sean's an older guy he's kind of stuck in his ways which is fine and we just give him shit about it but i was like hey you haven't been everywhere i mean and he's lived in the woods so I'm sure he oh, yeah. sees some shit. I mean, that's nothing like Ap- oh, in Appalachian country, but yeah. yeah, that would yeah, that would be fun to go out there. We have nothing that infamous here in North Dakota. We don't have shit yeah. actually. <laughs> we got coronavirus. That's the yeah. scariest fucking thing in North Dakota right now. So that's the scariest thing fucking everywhere right now. I think. I mean, I, I it's it's oh man, and, you know, I, and course that's pretty much what we're talking about anyway but because we're kind of going back and forth but you know uh, here's something that's actually kind of fucked up is uh my girlfriend's sister uh she lives in georgia and she sent her a picture um of a helicopter flying really low over peachtree city um and it's shooting some kind of like stuff out of the back of it lysol that's what everybody keeps saying <laughs> you're not yet like you're like the third person to make that comment I, well i mean <laughs> i don't know man unless i don't know 
You would I mean, think I, so. I wouldn't put it past anybody. I mean, hopefully they have something a little stronger than than that. But yeah. But you know, I mean, it's just things like that. It's like okay, because you're, you're seeing. I mean, we've seen stuff that's been. Like, I think she saw. Uh, uh, my girlfriend, I think she saw something, uh, uh, airplane or something that was like shooting stuff out of the back of it not too long ago. Like, I saw a few articles like that too. Yeah, you know, chemtrails or whatever they're called. Like, you know, chemical those you know, those X's you see in the sky mm-hmm. and those patterns. But you know what? Yeah. Growing up, I remember seeing those since I was a little fucking kid. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know if that's anything new, but. Just because we got a new toy called the internet, people got to mm-hmm. fucking say, yeah, those are chemtrails and they're poisoning us or blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Yeah. Fuck, they've been doing that since I was a little kid then. <clears throat> oh, yeah, man. I remember like looking at that shit when I was younger. I thought course, it was cool. Younger, yeah, I mean, you don't know what it is. You don't. When you're a kid, you're just kind of like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. There's got to be some good explanation. You know, and, and now you got people who are like, well, all that shit they were spraying throughout this, you know, our whole lifetimes you know, is, is possibly like the root of all this, you know, or there's so many different theories that you can go with with shit like this, you know? Then we're only a stone's, <laughs> only a stone's throw away from Night of the Living Dead. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. exactly where that shot off of, wasn't it? Like a satellite in space fucking uh, release some chemical or some shit or... That was, that was one of, that was one of the, I of think, the theories. Yeah, there, there really yeah. wasn't a wasn't really a explanation for it i guess in the old school one yeah well actually what's what's funny speaking of that um uh the uh there's a prequel uh from not for not living dead that uh has yet to be made um but uh, i've read most of the script and uh nice it's pretty fucking cool and and hopefully that actually becomes a, a thing before too long so well, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna jinx it no that's okay that. That, that, hey, hey, that's cool that's cool but uh, speaking of night of the living dead uh mm-hmm. the wife and i started watching this one the other night it was almost a british version oh yeah oh oh shit i can't think of it right now it was on fucking oh man but coming back to it, there is this one, another Night of the Living Dead in 3D. Have you checked that one out with yeah, Sid Haig? Yeah, Sid Haig's in that one. Yeah, yeah Yes. Yeah. That. It, it, <laughs> it, it's, oh. a, it's a very interesting. See, that's the thing, man. It's like the, like the best thing about that movie was Sid Haig. Well, that was the only yeah. reason why I watched it. You know, uh, there's it a was. lot of those Night of the Living Dead takes, you know, from different perspectives and whatever. And it's, I mean, it's interesting. It was, but when, when, uh, Barbara was sitting behind that headstone and she got that text from Johnny, they're coming for you, Barbara. I was like, Holy fucking cheesy. What the fuck? I mean, there's ways to be relevant, I guess. Well, you know, I mean, that was a famous line from the original and, but you know, and and they had to put it in, you know, via text. And I thought that was just off the wall. Yeah, to make it more of these days. These days, know? exactly. But no, that, that movie came over like 15 years ago. I, I know. Yeah, way <laughs> before like any of the Sid Haig that everybody's used to right now. Yeah. Everybody even knows him from. Yeah. Hey, you know, he's actually, he, he, he was actually always one of my favorite actors. And, you know, this is, of course, you know, Captain Spaulding and all that shit. But well, that, that, that really that broke him out, though. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know that history. I mean, that's. Yeah. I he didn't. Gave, we'll see. Until you yeah, brought he, it up. Yeah. 
Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was I was just thinking I I didn't know about his history until you brought it up on that last episode that you were talking in Graveyard Talk. Oh yeah. No, he I mean he was uh he had quit acting for a while and uh he did a, a cameo in Jackie Brown and he did a cameo in oh what was that movie? Kill Bill. Oh, the yeah? bartender. Oh, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure someone is a bartender and he's a judge in Jackie Brown, but he really wasn't doing much. And uh, he actually was offered to play the role of Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Oh yeah. And he actually, uh, he turned it down. Um, and then Rob Zombie, uh, you know, had asked him a little bit later about uh, playing Captain Spaulding, and then he was he was all about it. He pretty much Rob pretty much convinced him that it was a good idea. Oh, and, I mean, yeah. the guy worked. the The guy was Spotter Baby. You know, I don't know if you remember that one or not. But, oh no! Uh, oh really? No. That's uh, a classic, man. He was he was a, he was a young guy in that one. That was actually like one of his first movies, and uh, Lon, like he got to work with Lon Chaney in that movie. And uh, all right, all right. Yeah, like he, you know, it's like he he was a a, a young man. I mean, he he's young young dude in that one. Um, so that must a, have been like fifties, sixties. Uh, let's see. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he 50s. just passed away like what four years ago, and he was in his sixties. Uh, he actually he just he just died last year. Last year? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, I think I'm pretty sure it was last year. I think it was last year, yeah. Because yeah. we had a whole we had a whole thing here at my house. We we watched uh, House Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Nice. And uh, and well, or we watched my bad. We watched uh, Three from Hell and then watched Devil's Rejects. Uh, I and, I just saw that on our Voodoo app. I'm thinking I'm gonna have to check that one out here tonight. Yeah, Three it's a good watch. I mean, it's a, it's an acquired taste, but it's a good one. But isn't it it's, the it's different. isn't it the 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 third one off of Houses of the Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects? Yeah. Or is that yeah, thirty one? Yeah. No, 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 no. It, it's uh, three from hell. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, Sid Hegg's only in it for a split second because when they were filming it, he was incredibly sick. Yeah, that's what he's so, saying. Yeah, ah, that's yeah. too bad. Well, when you see him in the movie, you can you can tell how 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 sick he was. Eesh. And, like yeah, it's when that actually when he died, we watched Devil's Rejects. That uh, that ending had us in fucking tears. So, uh. yeah, I, he's I I look up to to Sid Haig a lot. I mean he he there's a lot of of I can see myself a lot in <laughs> uh, some of his characters. And you also, know, actually, I, mean, I when I first started talking to you and I saw your profile online, you reminded mm-hmm. me a lot of Sid Haig. A few so, people have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I also, uh, you know, he was a drummer. No I'm shit. A drummer. And yeah, he was a uh, uh, he was on a couple of uh, albums. Uh, he was on a Yardbirds album playing drums. Wow. Um, and yeah, so it, it's kind of kind of cool, you know. That he, is he pretty fucking a, cool. Yeah. And he was a he was a man of of many talents and and uh, yeah, he's sat sorely missed. Yeah. Yeah. But if you actually, I'll tell you a good movie uh, from him that I watched. This is one of his last ones he did. It was called uh, High on the Hog. Check it out. Find it. Check it out. If you have Fire Stick or whatever, like or something, because uh, it's 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 pretty cool. He plays a 
a guy who grew up on this farm and the farm was going to shit. So he started growing weed and hey. he became this huge, like he, like his, the weed he grew was like this special kind of weed. And, <laughs> uh, he has these girls that go out and sell it for him and all this stuff. Like it, it's, it's a pretty, it's, it's shot. It's shot like a Rob Zombie movie. Oh, nice. Somebody was a huge fan. Nice. Um, oh, right on. It's got like, it's got a very similar feel. It's kind of cheesy, but it's a, uh, it's a lot of weed and tits. So there you go. You can't, you can't beat that. Can't beat that. <laughs> Especially in times like these, you better have a lot of weed and tits fucking, if you're all locked up or otherwise it's going to be a fucking long fucking 14 days. Yeah, really? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, we, we were dying there for a minute. Well, I, I, t- I told my wife, I'm like, you know, we, we need to get some flour because holy shit, man, if we get locked up together, Nah. This this ain't gonna be fun, especially in a goddamn <laughs> camper. I mean, yeah, eesh. yeah, yeah. No shit. Well, hey, uh, there, something. Uh, Chuck Nasty. We, we yeah, kind of went past what we were going for, but I think I got a couple of good stories out of here to, to put in our campfire tales. And hell yeah, man. We'll just take it from there. We'll probably do it again some other time if you know we ain't fucking. Hey, holler at me. Holler at me, brother. No problem. You and your girlfriend there and your kids, take care. Stay well in Kentucky, and we'll talk yeah, to you later, man. Hey, man, you, uh, you you all stay safe there, dude, and uh, just uh, hold the fort down, and good luck with that. We'll try. We'll try. We're North Dakota. We're hoping everybody that's forgotten about this state keeps forgetting about it and just kind of <laughs> passes us by just like normal. Right, right. Yeah. Well, brother, you have a good one, man. It was awesome talking to you. Again. You too, man. Stay, stay well, man. Yeah, you too. Hit me up anytime. All right. Later. Later.
Music from this episode provided by Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat. Check them out on Facebook.com. I got a good idea.